Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Podcast Handstand, the gymnastics podcast solely dedicated to the recreational gymnastics world. I am your host, JR, and it is Friday, January 19th. Where in the world has this week gone? I don't know. It got so fast, so quick around Tuesday. Just a lot of stuff's happening, and I got a little bit behind. But we are releasing the podcast today, and I'm glad everybody is here. Let's talk about a few things. Next week, we have a very special topic and a special guest. We're going to be talking about how to incorporate or include special needs children into your class. We have a special guest who I'm not going to say who it is yet, going to join us. They are a specialist in the world of working with special needs kids, and I'm just really excited to have him. So please tune in next week. A lot of people have already asked me questions regarding including special needs kids in classes, and I've also had great feedback and comments from folks. So I'm really excited about this, and I think it's really important that we talk about something like this. I want gymnastics to be inclusive to all people, and it's going to be a great time. Today, we're going to talk about what it's like to be a gymnastics coach. People ask me all the time, what is it like? Is it something that you're able to make a living? Do you enjoy it? How does it treat your body? Do you feel like you're getting broken down by spotting all the time? So I'm here to answer all these questions and kind of just give my take on what it's like to be a professional gymnastics coach. I've been doing this for 30, close to 31 years. And for me personally, the, the best thing about being a gymnastics coach is it's so rewarding. I find that working with athletes, it gives me a great opportunity to get to know them and to find out what their goals are and to help them achieve those goals means a lot to me. I love, love being able to see somebody progress from the beginning stages and then see them move on up. I I, I really do enjoy working with competitive team, and I've traditionally only worked on the boys' team side. But for me, the recreational kids have always been the most special because I love seeing them start in a preschool class when they're first coming in. A lot of them will really be nervous about leaving their parents. For most of them, it's the first time they've been in any kind of structured class way before they ever go on to preschool or kindergarten. And then to see them move up through the boys or girls gymnastics classes. And then if I either send them on to be on a team or maybe the boys come to be on my team, that's always been so rewarding. And I will say that gymnastics is one of those rare sports where you could potentially be with an athlete for a very long time. If we're thinking about in terms of maybe a high school coach, you may coach somebody for four years from freshman through senior year, maybe in college, another four, maybe five years, depending on their eligibility. Gymnastics, man, you can start coaching these kids at a very young age, like a parent taught class, 18 months old. And if you're still around and they continue to be in the sport, you theoretically could coach them for years. And I've had kids who I've coached from parent taught or preschool on up into teams. So I've been with them six to eight years. And it is a really strange dynamic, and you become very similar to a additional parent. You know, you're taking on a different role when they're younger than when they're older, and you're spending much more time with them. And if you are very fortunate to be with those kids when they are teenagers, you absolutely know at least somewhat what it's like to be a parent because they really do push you. But I love that. I love the fact that you can be with athletes for a very long time. I think that is so rewarding. Overall, that's probably 
the number one reason why I continue to coach because it is so fulfilling. Going on to a con, I think that we have to talk about the disparity in wage. It can be really difficult for a professional gymnastics coach to find a full-time gym job that's going to pay them enough money where they can live comfortably without having to have a second job. And I live in LA and I will say that the amount of money that they offer coaches, and it doesn't matter if you are a new coach or a distinguished, very experienced coach, they they offer very low wages in LA. And it's really embarrassing because you're expecting these coaches to come in and they work their tail off for the gym. And when you see the owners building pools, coming in with new cars, and they won't, they won't add a little bit of extra wage to a very, very well-deserving wage, it is unfortunate. And I, I think that we can go in different pockets of America and find gyms that offer much more where the cost of living is lower. In LA, it's very expensive. And to be honest, if you're being asked to work anywhere from $20 to $25 an hour, I think it's impossible for somebody to live in LA and live like that unless they are married with somebody who has a, a good job or they have to have a second or third job. And in reality, people in LA, majority of folks have multiple jobs. And if that's something you want to do, great. I've always had multiple jobs. I don't mind doing it. But I am past the point where I'm going to be okay working for low wages. I've been in this industry long enough to where I believe I deserve a certain rate. And that's currently the situation where I find myself in now. I'm just no longer going to accept a job or work at a gymnastics facility that is not willing to pay me what I'm worth. You compare that to a gym in Idaho or a gym in Texas where I could move there. The cost of living is much lower, but I get paid more there. It really doesn't make sense, but that's something that I have noticed, especially in the Los Angeles area. But there are other places around, I'm sure, that you guys can feel my frustration where the, the pay is not equal to the work that we're doing. But let's move on to another pro. Well, gymnastics, coaching gymnastics is very fun. I find it very enjoyable. It's like, as if I'm playing every day. And I take that job very seriously. I go in and I understand that the kids that come there they want to learn. The parents are expecting them to learn. But at the same time, you can approach it to where it's just fun. And four or five hours can fly by if you have the right attitude and you are prepared. I think being able to be in a gym with these kids and seeing the joy that they have for the sport, it always makes me super excited to come back. I don't ever feel like I'm at a job that I just despise. You know, we talk about the pay in California, particularly in Los Angeles, you can get a job working at Chipotle McDonald's for $20 an hour. So you can go work longer hours, six, eight hour shifts a day, work 40 hours a week compared to what you're going to get offered in a gymnastics job and just make more money. Is it as fun? Absolutely not. So I think that that is where a lot of people will, they'll kind of give and take. 
They'd rather work someplace where it's more enjoyable and they feel like they are contributing something for a little less money than going someplace like a fast food restaurant and getting paid more, but you're going to really work hard for that money. All right, so let's go back to another con. I will say that gymnastics in particular is a sport that's deep in tradition, which sometimes can be very frustrating. I think that we are finally getting to a point in gymnastics where coaches are willing to try new things. They understand that overtraining, they understand that older techniques, ways that were used in the 80s for a lot of these coaches, when they were kids, they were overtrained. They were spoken to disrespectfully. And we're getting to a point to where we're changing. But there are so many other things about gymnastics where it's really, really difficult to get people to change their mind and understanding about let's move in to better techniques. And that can be very frustrating. That's going to be a little more on the competition team side, but we see that a lot in rec as well, where maybe an owner is very adamant about this is the way we do it, but there's so much data and there's so many other reasons that we can give to argue. But if we try it this way, this is shown to be more efficient. So it can be frustrating. And I understand that. Um, I will say another pro, a reason why that I love gymnastics so much is that it builds patience and character. When I first started coaching at 17 years old and moving on into my mid-20s, I was impatient. And we've talked about this in a previous podcast. But staying in the sport and understanding that this is a more of a marathon than a sprint, you got to look out for the long-term benefits of gymnastics. That forced me to take a step back and look at how I can be patient to not push my athletes, not expecting them to learn things quickly and not expecting things to happen so fast. It helped me in my personal life and away from the job because then I became more patient in things that happen at home and in relationships. I'm still a rather impatient person, but it really did help me develop that patience. And then the character, I, I have to always be an example for the kids. So I'm always trying to eat healthy around them. I'm always trying to help them understand that working hard is the way that you're going to succeed in life. So keeping those things in the forefront as a leader has really helped develop me into a better person. And I owe that to gymnastics coaching. Absolutely. Let's see. Um, let's talk about another con. This one can be very controversial. So if I have any parents out there who are listening, hear me out. It can be very difficult working with some parents. And if you are a teacher of any kind and you're listening to this, if you are a coach working with any children, you also understand that. 99% of the parents that we are dealing with are great. They're supportive. They're understanding. They take the lead. They understand that you are the professional. You have the experience and they're going to take what you say and absorb it. But then that 1%, if you are not able to see my face right now, that 1% can make this job miserable. I have been so, so lucky that I have always had, for the most part, very, very amazing parents. But there's been a few that have really pushed the limits. And when we're talking about recreational gymnastics, that can sometimes be the worst because you're like, your child is 
in a preschool class and you're pushing this child or expecting so much of them and it can really be emotionally draining having to deal with the parents who don't want to respect your education as a coach who don't want to respect the process and they just want their kid to go go I see most in rec parents who want their kids to be on team and they're just pushing pushing for their kids to be on team and it's always been my policy to be completely honest if you have a child and they're not team material it's important that you're able to have that conversation in a very honorable way you have to be respectful but letting them know like this is not going to happen at our gym however you're free to go to other places and maybe have your child try out there. That's probably been on the rec side, parents that push the most. But I've had other instances where the parents don't seem to want their kid to necessarily be on team, but they're just always pushing their kids to, you can do that. No, I want you to try that, especially when there's like younger kids who are maybe afraid to do like a pullover on the kids bar or a front roll from a front support. And they're just like constantly yelling at them and trying to force them to do stuff. And I, as a coach, always have to step in after class and say, you know, your child has obviously shown signs of fear and trying to get them to understand can be really challenging. So parents, those of you who have kids in gymnastics, you one need to be at a gym where you really trust the coaches. So if there is a reason for you not to trust their ability to lead your child, then you need to go to another gym. But if you have a coach who is looking out for your child and they're telling you, we need to take this slower, they're not ready to do this, then I suggest you listen to them because they are the professionals, especially if you never did gymnastics. All right. So I'm going to go on to my final pro of why or what it's like to be a gymnastics coach. Gymnastics coaching has kept me feeling young in the mind and also in the body somewhat. Um, I'm always moving with the kids. So I'm always around like this young energy that makes me want to just move around. And, you know, I'm a very fitness oriented person. I also coach CrossFit. So, of course, I'm moving a lot throughout the day. This reason right here that I'm listing may not hold true for every coach that you ask. Maybe this is something they don't like about the coaching job. But for me, I love being around the kids and the energy. I find that being with the young kids always keeps me up to date with the latest songs, the latest shows that they're watching, games, the lingo. You know, I, I'm always made fun of with my friends who are my age who say, oh, I can tell you've been around kids today because you're talking like a kid and you're saying some of the slang that they say. But I love it. And I feel like it's helped keep me overall feeling very young and do backflips. And, you know, I could throw a full on the tumble track. I'm sure I could probably still do it on the floor as well. But that's, that's another conversation to have. Overall, coaching gymnastics is, for me, a, a wonderful, fun, fulfilling job. But I'm at a point in my life now where I'm not doing that full time anymore because I'm no longer going to work for low wages. And that's basically what it goes down to. I don't know if you agree with all of the things that I listed. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on some of the pros and cons that I have listed today. But 
you can always leave me a message. I am JR the Gymnastics Coach on all the social media platforms, my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube. You can also watch this video on YouTube now. All the episodes are able to be viewed. You can see my face. And I'm really excited about the podcast that we've been doing. And I'd love to hear feedback from you on other topics that you would like to hear me discuss. Before we end today's episode, I do want to end with a new segment called JR's Favorite Things. Uh, recently, I was watching a Netflix show called The Sons of Brotherhood. And it is a, an American Netflix show starring Michelle Yeoh, who was famous for um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's well known for her martial arts skills. And it's, it's based on um, kind of like an Asian mob family. And it is so good. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because her son and his friends are obsessed with that gymnastics movie from the 80s called Jim Cotta, starring former world champion from the United States, Kurt Thomas. And they are referencing, referencing this movie a lot in like episode six or seven. And then it shows them watching and talking about how he's doing gymnastics and like kicking people in the face and fighting with his gymnastics skills. And at one point they're able to actually have a fight scene in real life using some of those skills. And I just thought it was hilarious because as a kid, I watched that. I think it came out when I was six or seven, eight years old. And it's fun to see stuff like that in mainstream movies, TV shows. And it kind of brings back this, this movie that was not very popular, but it's kind of become a cult classic, I think, with a cult following. But if you've not seen The Sons of Brotherhood, I highly suggest you watch it. Don't watch it with your kids because it's not appropriate. But it is a great show. Eight episodes, well worth the time. And that is all we have for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again. Next week, remember, we have that special episode with a special guest. And until next time, I hope you all have a great weekend. And I will see you next week.